Nation, a meeting with reporters and President Zelensky, and, and you asked what everybody at home has been wondering, you know, how, how long does he believe he can hold out against the Russians? Does he plan to stay in Ukraine? And I'm just so curious what your sense of President Zelensky is. Does he recognize, what does he sense he truly faces in the days ahead here? Yeah, I mean, he's strong, he's defiant, but he's clearly exhausted. I mean, the man is surviving on just a few hours sleep a night, uh, but he is defiant. Uh, he knows that he, his country, and this city are facing an existential moment, and he has risen to the occasion. In terms of the battle itself, what he wants is this no-fly zone to try and balance the equation of forces, but he also knows that this is something that the White House is not going to agree to. And that's why he can't be clear about whether the city, whether the country can hold out against these Russian forces who are definitely bearing down even if they've been slightly slowed. And the truth is that he bears the conscience and the future of the nation on his shoulders. David. Ian Paddle with President Zelensky today. Ian, thank you. Hi, everyone. During the neighbors of Brianna Taylor during the raid on her apartment two years ago, Brett Hankison was charged with wanton endangerment for firing bullets that went into the neighbor's apartment during the raid in which Taylor was killed. He was the only officer to be charged. Outraged tonight from that scolding by Florida's governor to a group of students because they wore masks. As the Russian invasion of Ukraine intensifies, we have yet to see Russia unleash its full cyber warfare capabilities. Andrea Mitchell explains. Before Russia mounted its ground offensive in Ukraine, the leading edge of its assault was detected thousands of miles away. Alarm bells went off at Microsoft's Threat Intelligence Center in Redmond, Washington, over a new piece of malware aimed at Ukraine's government and financial institutions. Microsoft jumped into the digital fray, picking apart the malware, alerting Ukraine's cyber defenders and the top cyber official at the White House. When Microsoft notified us that they built signatures to identify the destructive malware, we encouraged sharing that broadly across allies and partners. U.S. officials warned that Vladimir Putin still has the ability to cut off critical communications and cripple vital infrastructure in Ukraine. But so far, Russia's cyber offensive has been limited to denial of service attacks on Ukraine's defense ministry and banks. Are you surprised that we have not seen a more massive cyber attack against Ukraine or against other of the, the NATO nations or against us? I think we have to be very much on guard about that, uh, that possibility. Uh, we are. The U.S. is working with Ukraine's cyber defenses to be ready in case the worst is still to come. Russia has one of the most sophisticated cyber programs in the world. And it's far easier to attack than to defend. An attacker has to be successful once. A defender has to be successful every time. The U.S. could go on offense, targeting Russia's command and control over its forces in Ukraine. But that could set off a cyber war between Russia and the U.S. Lester. Andrea, thank you. Up next, Ukraine's defiance, even in a city just captured by Russia. Finally, it's the first Ukrainian city to be captured by Russian forces. Aaron McLaughlin now on the defiance its citizens are showing the Russian invaders. Life in Kherson, Ukraine, the first city to fall in Putin's war. Russian soldiers patrol the streets. Residents are terrified. Blood. Today, I when I woke up with the, with the loud bangs outside, and the people running on the street, it was horrifying. Two days ago, the Russian military invaded this port city of almost 300,000, soon overwhelming Ukrainian forces, according to the mayor. Still, the people defiant, this woman going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Russian soldier. The city's new rules posted on the mayor's Facebook. A strict curfew in place and a maximum of two people allowed on the streets together at any time. Citizens must stop when commanded. Today was the first day many residents felt safe enough to leave their homes. Desperate for food and money. Still unease. And more than 500 miles away in Lviv, Dennis phones his mom. She's trapped in Kherson with no way out. My mother was supporting the Ukrainian army. Then probably she'll go like at least to jail. You're worried your mom's going to end up in jail? Yes. Back in Kherson, fearing reprisal, this man only wants to be known as Jimmy. We probably lost our town to the enemy, but uh, majority thinks it's a uh, temporary and uh, we have to hold on until the Ukrainian army frees us.
Tonight in Ukraine, wishful thinking that history won't repeat itself. Aaron McLaughlin, NBC News, Lviv, Ukraine. Stories becoming more chilling by the day. That's nightly news for this Thursday. Thank you for watching, everyone. I'm Lester Holt. Please take care of yourself and each other. ...software so anyone can search images from the Sentinel satellite. In the conflicts that I've lived through, you know, the invasion of Iraq and, and all of that, the only imagery that came out of it were the images that were being released by the U.S. Department of Defense, uh, and, and you just kind of had to take their word for it, you know? Now anyone with an internet connection can check for themselves. But even if governments can no longer control what we see, the images can still be used to shape public perception. From a propaganda point of view, uh, NATO could use this and turn around and say, this is what the Russians are doing, specifically to um, uh, prove that the Russians are not telling the truth about uh, this conflict. By being able to use uh, public available images, uh, they can turn around and say, hey, this is, this, is, uh, this is what's happening. You can see it for yourself. Two, one. But satellites are giving us eyes and ears on parts of Ukraine beyond the reach of TV cameras and civilians with mobile phones. The horror of war is being seen from above. Thomas Moore, Sky News, Glasgow. Still to come on the early rundown, we'll be looking at the impact of sanctions on Russian billionaires involved in UK sports.